So as you as you know by now, I did, in fact, upload all of my podcasts. I went on last night. What a shithead. It's and it took me I uploaded um it took me it took me twenty or thirty minutes. Tops. But I went on I thought I always think like, oh, it's been a couple days and I'm like four or five podcasts behind as far as as far as loading them. And I went on and looked at all my little voice memos and I said, Oh my god. <laughs> there were thirteen podcasts. There were thirteen recordings that had not been uploaded. So if you're listening to this, hopefully you've made it through all thirteen and you enjoyed every single second of every single one. And now you're ready to enjoy more. Although really I'm just sitting here to say I'm I'm really I came on here to just praise myself for finally uh, sitting down and uploading a week's worth of podcasts. I'm going back and I'm like, "Oh my god, this was from Wednesday. This was from Wednesday." So, right now, let's talk Don't you like talking about the weather? I know I do. Uh By the way, one thing that I love, I love talking about like I, I do. I mean, nostalgia is a fucking powerful drug it really is you know it's it's you go back like i don't remember uh were there days in high school where i was not happy yeah just like anybody were there days that i was really stressed and didn't want to be there yeah were there days that i just oh my god i can't do this any yeah probably probably um but I don't remember those days. <laughs> if I had them, uh, and honestly, they were few and far between. Uh, my stressful days that I remember, that was elementary school. Like kindergarten was all right, but pretty much first grade through fourth grade, I was just a big ball of stress all the time. Everything, all the time. Every, And we didn't even get homework until third grade, which my teacher called pizza. Because, you know, kids are dumb. And so if you change the name of homework and you just call it pizza, the kids will be like, hey, this is fun. We're having pizza. Teacher gave us pizza. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. I believe I'm just going to go home and enjoy pizza. I'm glad we're not getting homework. Oh, man. I spent an hour doing math problems last night. Mmm, pizza. So <laughs> I was fucking. And then my teacher honestly had a policy, a messy desk policy. Where there was like a fucking desk monitor, and if your desk was messy and you had those desks where you had the, the desktop, and then underneath it was just a a hole, you know, a, a little a little space, a little cubby space underneath the the flat desktop surface, and that's where you kept your books and your papers and your pens and whatever the fuck, you know, if you brought a toy, that's where you hid it and you'd play with the toy. <laughs> You play with your transformer, your ninja. I guess by that time, for me, it was Ninja Turtles. Uh, but anyway, you got like a you got a written warning, you got a verbal warning, a written warning, something like that. And then, if your desk was still messy, you know what happened? The whole classroom would gather around in a circle, and your desk would get dumped. And they would take the desk, and the desk monitor would tip your desk over and all your shit would come out of your desk onto the floor. And then you just had to, and then that's what got you to clean it. And then you cleaned your desk. Wasn't that, isn't that fun? Doesn't that sound like a fun thing for a kid whose brain is still developing and they're still figuring shit out? Yeah, good. 
hey, you didn't clean your desk. Well, guess what? I'm dumping it all out on the floor. And the whole classroom is going to gather around and they're, I'm not even, it's not even an exaggeration. They would just gather around and like, they'd laugh and cheer. And you know something? I was one of those kids who would laugh and I think, I don't really know. I don't remember. I probably, I'm sure I did. Who, who are we kidding? I would laugh. If somebody got their desk dumped, you'd laugh. Because it was like, ah, well, yeah, the desk is dumped. You got dumped, bitch. Now, me today, if that happened, I'd be like, ah, fuck you. Uh, I, you know, it wouldn't get to that point, but I'd, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, asshole. But I was very sensitive in third grade. And you know what? It's also, whether I'm sensitive or not, that's a shit thing to do. It's really shitty. So that happened one time, and I cleaned my desk, and I felt like a piece of crap. Which, that's the other thing, too. If you already feel like a piece of crap, which I did, all like, all the time, like, since, you know, birth, uh, <laughs> then you, uh, then, then having your desk, all the contents of your desk just tipped over and dumped onto the floor in a big messy pile while the, while all of your friends and fellow students, uh, stand in a circle and, and hoot and holler about it and cheer and laugh. Holy fuck. Yeah. That didn't fuck up anybody. I'm sure made me. Made me my continued love of elementary school was only in, further enhanced by having my desk dumped out on the floor, and then you have to sit, and then you're sitting on the floor, and everybody's looking down while you're cleaning your papers and you're throwing trash away and putting the books back nice and neat. Oh, but you learned your lesson. You never had a messy desk ever. Yeah, fuck you. Uh yeah, and uh, you know what else? By far. That was my favorite teacher in elementary school by far. Oh, my God. It was just uh, – and anyway, um, so, I, that, so you know, when I think about like, yeah, I've blocked out any of the bad memories of high school, I don't really think I have. I don't think there was much to be blocking out, to be honest. I never – you know, yeah, would I get out of bed at 5.30, deliver newspapers on a, on a mid-January day and think, oh, fuck – I don't know, I can't do this no more. You know, uh, you, the day starts at 5.30, delivering newspapers, you go to school all day, then you have wrestling practice until, Christ, I don't even know. It seemed, it seemed like wrestling practice ended at 10 o'clock at night, I'm sure. I'm sure it ended at like 6 o'clock. But still, it was every day. So it's like during the November, December, January, it was just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm spending 12, over 12 hours of my day or like, I'm like working a 12-hour day essentially and I didn't but I I don't remember ever being like wound up about it. Um but elementary school I remember hating like every second of it and just absolutely dreading it. And I think again I've mentioned the the, the project that I had over Christmas break in 6th grade that I did at the last minute and my dad had to stay up all night typing it for me and it was just a disaster. The project itself was fine. I had a good grade. Uh, but then after that, like I said, the next weekend, I just came home and I was like, yeah, I'm just doing – I'm going to do my homework as soon as I get home. I'm Enough of this shit. That turns stuff around. And then you start to make friends. You know, I had a bunch of friends in, in elementary school, but, it, it, you know, they didn't end up being like – it wasn't towards the end of elementary school that, like, Shimo and I hung out more. And then in middle school, it was Nate. So, like – you know, up until then, my best friend went to a totally different school. 
So I wasn't seeing the person who was double J, who was my best friend since birth. I wasn't seeing him at school. So I was going to school, hanging out with a lot of friends. I did have a lot of friends and hung out with them and had sleepovers and birthday parties and bowling and pizza and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but it wasn't until the end, like fifth grade. Yeah. Shimo and I became very good friends in fifth grade. We were already friends since like first grade. Technically, we were friends since I was like three and I knew him from story hour at the library. And then in kindergarten, uh, all the kindergarten kids would wave to the other kindergarten class when they came into the cafeteria to have their snacks. And I didn't know anybody. So I would just wave to Joe because I remember I was like, hey, remember me from story hour like two years ago? No. OK, well, I'm just going to keep waving anyways. Hey. Because I would if I didn't, I was literally the only person not waving to another friend. I'm like, what the, who, what the fuck am I? I have got no friends. I have no friends. My one friend, he goes to a different school, so I can't wave to him. Uh, but then by the end, fifth grade wasn't as stressful because I was like, eh, who fucking cares? <laughs> you start to develop that attitude, and you start to become really good friends with people. Because, um, you know, I had friends that would hang out with and then sleepovers and play at their house, and they'd come over to my house, and we'd, you know, dick around together and all that stuff. But it wasn't like, eh, I, I remember there were a lot of times where I'm like, I, I don't know, I think I could do better. <laughs> I won't name names. I'm like, I think I could be doing better, to be honest. And, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I cracked myself up. Uh, and then, yeah, and then, you know, Shimo came along in fifth grade and Nate, uh, as I've mentioned, Nate in third grade wanted to kill me because I called him Sir all the time. I would just call him Sir, like fucking Peppermint Patty, you know, Marcy and Peppermint Patty. And he f- he wanted to destroy me, and he would have been right to do so. He would have been right to squish my head like a grape. I'm glad he didn't. Uh, so, so then, uh, but Nate and I became, it was like, uh, I want to say seventh grade. Yeah, it was seventh grade. That we started hanging out, and then it's like, all right, I've got my crew now. These, these are the people. These are the people that I'm. I'm going to get down on one knee, and may and ask them to commit to spending a lifetime together. And and here we are, it's a zillion years later, thirty years later, and uh, yeah, Shimo and Nate, and then you know, Shawnee came along, uh, at some point in the late middle school, early high school. I don't remember exactly. But he came along and you got, all right, now you got the four horsemen. And uh, and I just somewhere in high school, you know, and I don't know if it, I think there's something about like if you have that group to be with, it does. It's just, you know, your friends will solve all your problems by not solving any problems, just simply by like being there. It's the greatest, it's the craziest thing. Um. You know, my kid gets up and my my sixth grader gets up and is just like, today was a tough one. Just the drive to school was really tough. Just like, I can't, I can't do it today. I just don't want, I'm like, yeah, I know, I know it sucks, but yeah, I'm legally obligated to take you to school. I have to, I can't just let you stay home every time you don't want to. And I'm, you know, and I encouraged this child. I said, look, I didn't, you got a cell phone. I didn't have, there's no cell phone when I was your age. You have a cell phone, use it text me and say, hey, I need you to come get me and I'll come get you. And I'll call the school and say, I need to pick up my kid early. They need to be out front at one o'clock. I don't know, whatever. 
I don't know exactly how it works. It's something like that, I assume. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but but then the kid comes home every day. They you know they go off to school, just dragging. Oh my god, school, school, school. And then they come home and they're the biggest smile on their face, and they're like, oh. Yeah, this kid did, oh my God, I was cracking up and this and this. And then they've got a couple little videos on their phone that are just ridiculous things that happen in gym class. You know, it's like, all right, you're finding your people. Because just like me, I didn't go to school with, you know, with Double J, who was my best friend since birth. And my sixth grader has a best friend since kindergarten who is in the same school but not in any of the same classes. They have like different groups for the kids and they're literally on opposite ends of the school. So maybe once or twice a week, they'll see each other walking down the hall and they'll give like a fist bump or something. And then that's it. And then at night they talk on the, you know, on the iPad, they have zoom or something or FaceTime. I don't know what exactly they do, but they, they chat and they play some video games and that's great. Um, Anyway, my, my, my whole point is like, yeah, it's, it's so fun. I love to talk about, I don't really particularly love to talk about elementary school because I didn't particularly love elementary school, but I love talking about middle school. I love talking about high school. I love talking about Barnes and Noble. I there's so many things that have been fun and I guess that's good. I, you know, I had to get over that hump of being just like a ball of anxiety and just a mess in elementary school. And, uh, you know, deliberately getting myself kicked out of the gifted program. Because, like, oh, great. You're rewarding me with more, what's this now? Oh, projects and homework. I see. That's fun. I don't want to do more projects and homework. I don't want to do more. The reward for doing more shouldn't be more. Unfortunately, that is true, though. As I've learned (laughs) in the real world, that's also the case. Oh, who's... Who's somebody who doesn't do shit? Let's not give it to them. It'll never get done. Uh, let's give it to this guy. He's oh, These ones, are they're always on the ball. They're scheduling the meetings. They're following up. They're, they're getting the projects done. They're doing it. Let's give them. So we'll give everything to this guy. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Anybody listen to Howard Stern, you've heard that clip a million times. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, I got to go, but I, uh, I I posted a video of one of my favorite songs. It's The Whispers, right? Is The Whispers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, keep on loving you. Is it loving me? Keep on loving me, loving me. Dun, 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 dun. When times get tough, you want to give it up in this day. You know that song. Anyway, the music video is great. I have had so many times where I'm lying in bed and I'm filled with stress and I'm unhappy and I'm just like, oh, work tomorrow is going to be awful. And right before sleep, I go to YouTube and I put on that music video and all is right with the world. But the video starts out, it's the five guys in the band, only two of whom are still alive the two twin brothers, like the lead singers. Um, but it's the five guys and they're, you know, a sexy lady walks by and, um, they're, they're all reading newspapers. They're all, all five of them are simultaneously reading the newspaper and they fold up the newspaper under their arms and they, 
they kind of shimmy on out. They were leaning against the wall and they're, they're, you know, kind of shuffling and dancing and spinning. And then they start, you know, it's just great. It's just so great. It's such a great video. And then the video shows them at like a classy party with like nice food. And they're, you know, it's just a nice, it's, it's a nice video. It's a great video. Anyway, I played the first like, I don't know, five seconds of that where they're leaning against the wall and then they start, you know, kind of kind of strutting and walking and spinning and everything. And I posted on Facebook and said, this was us, Nate and Joe and Carl and Eric, a.k.a. the senator who is off the grid completely as far as I know, uh, back in the day when the bell rang. And, uh, and then I posted a picture of us, of all of us, that exact group leaning against our, I don't know how or why there is a picture of us leaning against our lockers, but there is, and I'm very glad there is. I don't even, I don't know who took it. I don't know anything about this picture, but I'm so happy that it exists because it's a rare, a rare photo of us uh, doing our thing, which was we just leaned against the lockers and then it was time for class and we just, uh, we'd all strut off in our different directions. Uh, and it was just great because it got, you know, a lot of friends and stuff from high school posting and talking about like science class with Mr. Holbein. I know I've mentioned on this podcast about uh, because I mentioned that we would lean up against the lockers and then Dan Holt, a.k.a. Dr. Ice, who was across the hall uh, right before homeroom. And I sat behind him in homeroom, which I'm sure he loved. Uh, he was uh, he was my he was Cliff before there was Cliff. There was Dr. Ice. Just a really nice, good, sweet kid who I just drove crazy with my obsession with them because I, I love just nice, good people. And then what do I do? I just I act like a total douche. And I would run up and I would I would give him a Shawn Michaels super kick every morning. And not really kick him, but I would give him a, you know, I'd give him the kick. And a lot of times he would grab my foot and he'd try to throw me on and all that stuff. And anyway, I gave him the name Dr. Ice in 10th grade biology class with Mr. Holbein. And we were sitting there one day, and I raised my hand. I said, Mr. Holbein, uh, Dan Holt uh, has an announcement he'd like to me to make for the class uh, and that he would henceforth uh, prefer to be known as Dr. Ice and not Dan. And Mr. Holbein, who was like the funniest, he was so great. He goes, uh, and, and, why, and why would Dan Holt like to be known as Dr. Ice from now on? And I said, oh, that's because he's so smooth and cool. (laughs) And he was Dr. Ice. (laughs) He was Dr. Ice for the rest of the... He's still Dr. Ice in my book. The only interaction I have with him, every year I post on his Facebook wall and I say, happy birthday, Dr. Ice. I hope this is the smoothest, coolest birthday yet. He ignores it every year, except one year he actually responded and... And I almost fell out of my chair, uh, which was great. But anyways, so so Dr. Ice was born in uh, 10th grade biology class. And Mr. Holbein was such a great sport and such a funny, fun-loving, lovable guy. He, uh, he called him Dr. Ice. And then, as I believe I've mentioned probably 18 times already on this podcast, at the end of the – Dr. Ice would raise his hand and answer a question in biology class. And Holbein would say – that's right, Dr. Ice. Now I understand why you're so smooth and cool. Because that was a real smooth and cool answer. <laughs> and Holbein had such a dry, such a dry, sarcastic wit. It would just, everything he said made me laugh. Just a funny, looked like Walter Matthau. 
he rode a motorcycle during the the, the summer and uh, you know early fall and spring months and uh he was just the greatest he was a great teacher um i did horribly in his class because i think i was just fucking around with dr ice the whole time making jokes uh because i got a c on the regents exam and then i i was forced <laughs> by uh by my dad was i was forced to take it over so i had to take summer school and then i got uh i don't know i got like a b plus on the regents and i'm like oh, who, who cares uh but anyways so i got the science grade up but uh <laughs> Who cares about that? All that matters is I had fun with Dr. Ice in that class. And, uh, yeah, at the end of the year, Holbein was doing his grades in his little grading book. And he just stops and he looks up. This was like June, right before the whole semester was over, the end of the school year. He looks up and he goes, hey, uh, anyone remember what Dr. Ice's real name is? I've been calling him Dr. Ice since September. I don't actually know his real name. <laughs> And the whole class just uh, just howled laughing. Poor Dr. Ice. <laughs> and he wasn't even there. That's the funny part is I don't know why he was out. And uh, so we had to we had to tell him. It's, like it was, it's Dan Holt. He's like, oh, Dan Holt, yeah. Well, he'll always be the doctor to me. And I thought that was just so great. Mr. Holbein. Anyway. That's all I mentioned because it's nice to get a little, you know, Facebook is pretty much useless, right? Like what's going on on Facebook? Just a lot of anger, a lot of boomer rage, and then, you know, Gen X rage or I don't know. It's just like it's memes and it's like, oh, God, enough, enough, enough with all this. It's just crap, 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 crap. Um but every once in a while, it's nice, you know, you get to see a picture of somebody's kid or a family thing, and it makes you happy. And then, and then sometimes somebody will post a picture or something that a specific group knows about, and, uh, and it's nice to kind of go back in time. So it was nice to post that and go back in time to high school a little bit and, and interact with high school friends. It's just, it's cool. I fucking wish, uh, you know, I don't want to have a high school reunion i don't want to see because then you see a bunch of people i just want to see the people i want to see and i it would be nice to be nice to have a very uh very exclusive reunion (laughs) that would be so mean (laughs) very few people would be left off the invite list but it would just be nice to have like uh have a very focused reunion unofficial off the books anyway no i mean i guess that's what facebook is though right and uh yeah that's so there's still there's still some every once in a great while once in a blue moon facebook is fun so enjoy nostalgia i don't know enjoy what's these things don't have to have i get to the end of this and i feel like i have to have you know like jerry springer's final thought there's no final thought just fucking enjoy shit i don't know bye